back. This is Leah G and this is episode two of my journey to self-discovery, unlearning and um, basically my thoughts and perspectives on things that I was learning at the time um, last year as I was doing the inner work, as I was trying to find who I was, my real authentic self, um, what, what I actually desired to do with my life. I was at a crossroads um, and so today's episode is actually just about um, like how truly special human beings are and how we are so much more than what we're told, what we're taught to believe from birth, that we're just basically, you know, insignificant accident in space. But anyways, I get into it in detail in this episode. So if you like what you heard, again, leave me a comment. Um, if you have any questions, also feel free to contact me. Uh, I hope you enjoy this. Thanks. From when we're young, we're taught to believe that the existence of the human species is accidental. That there was a big bang in the universe out of nowhere and then something led to something led to something led to something and accidentally the earth was formed and some, accidentally human life came from an amoeba, essentially, in the ocean. How that actually happens, the amoeba turns into a human, I mean... No scientist has been able to explain with sufficient evidence to prove that that is actually the case. Humans came from an amoeba floating around in the ocean that converted into a tadpole of some kind, into a a crocodile, and the crocodile went on land and then somehow morphed into a monkey, and then the monkey morphed into a human. I mean, really, evolution. Like, come on, if you really believe that, if you really believe that story, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Now, before you start thinking, oh, God, um, God is religious. No, it, it, it is not. Religion, again, another creation, another invention to control humanity. So the evolution theory was created to make us feel ins- insignificant, like we were accidentally made and we have no purpose but to work, basically. Work and then die. Procreate to maintain the life of our species. But many people including myself will get to a point in their lives usually in their 20s where they're like what's the meaning of all this what's the point you know these days kids are doing it even younger in their teens like what is the point of that I'm watching my parents work their asses off never be at home I have to spend my whole time either at like some sort of after school hours situation or with a nanny my parents work work worked and um, they barely ever get to spend time at home with us, you know. Parents are miserable as well, work, work, working for somebody else. Uh, and really, who's living their life these days? All a kid wants is really to be loved and to have loving people around them, in particular their parents and friends. And all parents want is for their children to be happy and to be able to spend time with their kids honestly like I'm a parent that's all I want and when I was a kid that's all I wanted and this is where my story comes from today so I decided I'm over time over periods over periods over episodes I'm going to be slowly telling you about how I got to where I am today how I got to where I am today owning who I am as a human and understanding the potential and the amazingness of being human humans are incredible incredible species um i don't know exactly who it was i was listening to a book just the other day napoleon hill napoleon hill okay now i don't remember which book but he was talking about how 
a seed, like a plant, let's say a tomato plant, just knows you plant one tomato seed, a tomato plant grows, and then that plant gives tomatoes. And they know that that's innately, they know that that's what they have to do. And everything in nature has its job. It has its its thing that it does in the ecosystem of, of nature, of life. We are part of nature, right? And we wake up and, you know, ask yourself today, like, what do you know where you're going to be in five years' time? I remember back in the day, in the 90s and early 2000s, in your interview, that was a common question to be asked. It was actually 10 years, which was ridiculous, but then it slowly started to become five years. So where do you see yourself five years from now? You know, And you were taught in school that when, to answer that question, you had to say working within the company that you're applying for in the job. So you would say something like, I see myself in this company having worked for five years, um, you know, as a manager or as a whatever XYZ position was above the one that you were going for. And, you know, you would fluff it up and say it in a creative way. And then that's what they would be looking for. They'd be looking for commitment from you as an employee to be basically saving away at their company for the next five years. You couldn't say five years from now, I see myself as a billionaire with a house in Hawaii and I just travel every three months to each location. I spend time there with my friends, um, my family, living it up and just enjoying life. If you said something like that in an interview, (laughs) then you would be kicked out basically of that interview and you wouldn't be considered at all, right? Obviously, obviously. But that's the question they used to always ask us. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? No one knew how to actually answer that. Everyone, even today, you say to somebody, where do you see yourself in five years? Just your common person, like your friends, people that you know. And everyone has no plan, right? We're the only species on earth that has no plan about where we're going to be in five years' time. But every other species on earth, animal, like flora, fauna, knows exactly where they're going to be in five years. They're either going to be growing, reproducing their own kind or being planted to reproduce their own kind as part of the ecosystem that they are part of, okay? Now, we were given something different. We were given life with free will to choose what we want our plan to be for our life. A tomato has its plan. You are going to be a tomato plant. You are going to keep producing tomatoes and that is going to be what you do on this planet. But humans have free will. We can choose to do whatever we want to do. It can be good, it can be bad. But as part of the universe, as part of universal law, we have free will, okay? Whether you believe, um, I mean, look, if you don't believe in God, and I don't mean a man sitting in a throne with a white robe on, I mean the creation of all things, the creator, the energy, the life force, the chi that goes through everything, um, prana, whatever you want to call it, whatever culture you come from, all of it, I'm going to call God because God is the best word that I can use to define the creator. The creator, we are all children of the creator, okay? And not just us, the birds, the plants, all of nature is part of the creator. The creator created this space, okay? Now, if you want to get into why and all of that, we'll start doing some esoteric research. Go and look at all the the stuff that's been hidden, all the occult stuff. And when I say occult, I don't mean witchcraft and sorcery. I mean occult literally means hidden, hidden from the eye, cannot see. So 
start researching. Look into the scripture. Look into the Bible. The Bible was written apart from, like, as a separate thing, apart from the religious institutions of church. They just took the book, adapted it, and changed the meaning of things to form their agenda, as do governments, as does anyone that wants to seek power and control over others. But in nature, we are all equal. No one is above anybody else. Although you may want to, you may believe that, you may believe that government is above you and controls you. But as you will find out, and hopefully I can help you guys start opening up to the idea that you are all, we are all equal. I'm equal to you, you're equal to me, we're equal to our neighbours who are equal to the children down the street or the elderly down the, you know, everyone is the same. We are, we all start out the same. And you might say, oh, but the circumstances we're born into, yeah, that's right. We are born into different circumstances that we choose to be born into as a learning experience for our soul's path. If you think this is all crazy, I'm, uh, look, everyone's free to believe whatever they want to believe. I'm not here to teach you, or sorry, I'm not here to uh, convert anyone and I'm not here to preach. I'm not here to lecture anyone. This is from all the research that I've done. This is the, um, I don't like to use the word belief because belief is charged with subjectivity. But this is what I factually understand to be true. And that's through years and years and years of deep research that I've done through books, audio recordings, you know, following different scholars from the past, looking at ancient teachings, ancient wisdom, um, listening to different shamans and yogis uh, all around the world, all across different cultures. And I feel like all of the knowledge that I have is fantastic and it's all starting to piece itself together and make sense. But I can't tell people what to think or what to believe. You can just tune in, listen to the things that I'm talking about. And if you want to find out more, start looking up these topics, these themes, whichever way you want to begin. Everyone has to start from somewhere. I could give you a guide. I mean, let me know. Let me know how if you would like some resources, some links, some pick people to start listening to, some books to start reading, um, to start opening up your mind and understanding that you are so much more than what you believe you are. And if you, if that offends you, sorry, there's a garbage truck going down my street if it offends you to to hear the words that you are more powerful than what you believe you are um then i send you all the love that i have in my heart and i and i know that you that you being here is a sign that you need to start understanding who you really are and your true purpose and and who you are as a human the potential that you have as a human being you're not just those roles that you've defined for yourself i.e mother daughter, friend, um, office worker, whatever your position may be, that is not just you. That's one of the hats that you wear. You wear many different hats, you know, depending on what situation you are in, you were in, in, in your day, in your life, right? So like, I'm going to go now soon to go and collect my children. I'm going to be wearing my mum hat, right? But then I can also wear my community hat and speak to people as a member of the community. I'm also a musician and a choir teacher. I wear that hat. So we wear a whole bunch of different hats, but that doesn't mean that's only that is the only thing that we are. We are our soul 
that chooses and chooses is a, is the key word you choose to wear those hats okay and perform those roles when you're wearing those hats but the most important thing is that you always remember who the soul is the authentic soul you you may be wearing the hat of mother but incorporate your soul into that mother hat incorporate your authentic self into your work life incorporate your authentic soul into your friendships see speak from heart from heart truth okay objective heart truth and speak from love so that's basically what i have to say today it's kind of an intro to really understanding that you're more than just what they define as an insignificant accident in space human you have significant potential to do whatever it is that you want to do because you have free will you have free will to do what society would deem the wrong thing you have free will to do what society would deem the right thing what you believe is the right thing or the wrong thing and we can possibly go into talking about what that would mean in terms of universal slash natural law which exists apart from all of the fabricated rules um, and laws created by by man in terms of government and so forth there is natural law rules rules divine law rules that are on this planet gaia that do not change no matter what you do these these rules are rules that will never budge and no one can reinterpret these rules these rules are what they are for example the law of karma the law of cause and effect the law of attraction so um, I do want to touch more on those things and how important our thoughts are in our words, especially. Um, and so being human is just amazing. Like when you start understanding how powerful your potential is, like how, how amazing and beautiful you are, like everyone is, every human here, we are all so amazing and so full of love to give. And that's really at the end of the day, all we want. We want to receive and give love. We all deserve to have that every day. We have free will. We choose the, the we choose the mindset we want to wake up with every day. And I lived all of these years in slave mindset, in um, poverty mindset, in lack mindset. And I am changing. For the last, uh, I'm going to give you, I'm going to say it's been four days. It hasn't been that long, to be honest, that I've been changing my mindset. It's a very difficult thing to change when you have been indoctrinated by society and yourself and everything around you basically to believe that that is the way that you're supposed to think about yourself about your things about your life that you know you dream to your limitations limitations that you think you can have so back to what i was saying right at the beginning with the tomato plant okay the tomato plant knows where it's going to be in five years time it's going to be producing tomatoes can you sit here and say where you're going to be in five years time and when you do are you looking at it from a mindset of lack from a slave lack mindset or are you looking at it from an abundance wealth mindset use your imagination the sky's the limit where do you see yourself five years from now do you see yourself in hawaii drinking cocktails with your kids having a mad time because you get to go on holidays eight times a year you know money's not an issue for you anymore because you've managed to, <clears throat> to figure it out so that you don't have to be living in debt all the time. 
or you've figured out a way that all of your bills are always paid and you, you can go and enjoy your life with your family. Where do you see yourself in five years? Dream big, man. Make it massive. Make it ridiculous. We were born with an imagination. There's a book that I want to share with everyone. I'm going to put it into the links. It's a free book. It has no author because he, re he wanted to remain anonymous, okay? This book plus another recording, which I'll also put, which is also a, um, an, audio, an audio recording. These two really drive this point home and it's, it just shows you like the things that it says, it specifically says like the free things in life are those things that are the most absolute, most valuable, okay? Number one, life, having a life, being alive, it's free. Number two, giving and receiving love, love is free. Number three was um, imagination. Having an imagination, having the, the ability to imagine whatever it is that you want to imagine in your mind, that's free. No one can take these things away from you. You can always give love, no matter where you are. It's your mindset that stops you from doing it. You choose what emotions you want to feel. You want to feel fear, anger, regret, jealousy, envy, greed. You're making those choices. You want to choose to use an incident that happened to you in the past as your excuse for your situation today, but you have to understand that you are choosing to continue to use that excuse to limit yourself. I call that victim mentality. There are no victims. There are just warriors. We've been through things. We've got battle scars. And how we bounced back, how we changed our life from that moment, that's what counts. All right, there are people that I know that have been through so much, so much adversity, including myself. But I don't tell that story anymore. I don't tell the story of what happened to me. I tell the story of what I'm doing about it, how I've changed, what other good things happening, because otherwise you're living in the past. Own what you've been through. Learn from what you've been through and use that as the catalyst for change to maximize your life, maximize your future, maximize everything around you and share with others 